So here's the thing about dissociation. It can be really terrifying or it can be a total adventure. Perspective is an aspect of personal power and when we can choose to shift how we view our own unfolding life experience, we have more power within it. The manner in which we perceive affects our experience directly. The way that we describe what is happening to our own selves affects not only the present experience, but the style in which that experience is processed and transformed into memory that is later recalled and accessed. And thus further impacts perceptions through unfolding moments. And so I've learned in the last couple of years while investing 24-7 into this healing journey of life that I, I have power. I have power in how I perceive. And it's not easy, but it is possible. And it doesn't come naturally, but it's worth fighting for. So when I walk into an area and everything feels foreign and unfamiliar and disorienting and overwhelming, I have a choice. Do I agree with the fear or do I love myself anyway? And when I choose to love myself, I really get to play with the way that I perceive things. Now, if you take a young child somewhere and they're feeling scared, do you explain the reality and say you shouldn't be scared? Or do you validate and honor the fear that they're going through by just loving them harder and being more present with them and offering new perspectives of what they're perceiving with gentle tenderness? Which way is more effective for loving and nurturing that child? And it's the same with us. We all live with an inner child. No matter whether it's an inner child to exist as a separate person within one body or whether it's an integrated inner child living in your brainstem and thalamus, either way, we all live with an inner child. And when we nurture and heal and empower that inner child, we nurture, heal, and empower our consciousness from the inside out and our entire life experience. Wow, we just saw the most gorgeous owl I've ever seen in my entire life. It's 6.30 a.m. and we've been up for an hour and a half just hanging out outside in the chilly foggy morn. And I could have stayed in bed. We could have stayed in bed. We could have said, the sun's not out. I'm not getting up. We could have said, it's cold and I'm tired. I don't want to embrace this day yet. But I knew that perspective is my power. And if I begin my day perceiving it as a chore that I'm dreading, it's going to impact the energy of the entire day. But if I get up at the first chance I get and marvel at the magic that's all around me and choose to consciously relax into my being and create space to just be who I am in tender love and explore the world around me with no agenda, the energy of the entire day could be magic. Perspective is always our power. So we all have an inner child. We all live with such magic inside of us and such magic all around us. 
And the more we choose to tune into the magic, the more magic we see. I just got to witness the most stunning owl I have ever seen in my entire life. Because I chose to see magic an hour and a half ago. Instead of choosing to see a dark day I didn't want to get up for just yet. Two and a half hours, two hours before I normally get up. (laughs) We said, we're worth it. Magic is worth it. My feel-good sensations are worth it. Feeding love-based neuropathways are worth it. So when I walk into a space and things feel foreign and unfamiliar and disorienting and overwhelming, I have a choice. And the choice did not used to exist. But with time and conscious intention and mindful efforts every day, the gap between stimulus and response has grown so much that I always have a choice now how to perceive, how to respond, no matter the dissociation. And so things will often feel completely foreign And oftentimes within that, there's this simultaneous flood of sensations. It's like my mind doesn't know where I am, and yet my body remembers every moment that we've ever been there. It's like my left brain cannot describe where I'm existing, and yet my right brain is creating these sensational images, this flood of feelings expressing all the times we've been there before. And in those moments, I can drown in the flood. Or I can witness the flood with marveling wonder. I can become the flood or I can observe the flood. And it's taken a long time to grow the window of tolerance to gain these capacities of consciousness. To grow this cognitive space of choice. But it's always possible. It's always a space that can be grown. And it's all about feeding the neuropathways of love. Feeding the neuropathways of love is how we heal and grow and transform and reclaim our power and unleash our true authentic selves. Our bodies might be innately wired through fear, but our bodies are just the space that we live in. They do not define us. They're a part of our experience. And we can love ourselves through experience, but we do not ever need to identify with the experience. I may experience dissociation, but I am not dissociation. And with all the disidentifying, it left me with this gap this aching, burning question. If I'm not the things that have happened to me, if I'm not my pain, if I'm not my experience, if I'm not my sensations, if I'm not my thoughts, if I'm not my feelings, if I'm not my history, if I'm not my background, if I'm not the place I live, if I'm not the job I have, if I'm not the friends I have, if I'm not the way that I enjoy my time, if I'm not the struggles I go through, if I'm not my pain, if I'm not my pleasure, if I'm not any of these sensational aspects of experience, then who am I? And the answer has gradually come to me with more and more strength and clarity and precision 
I am the energy of my heart space. I am the energy of my heart space. This is who I am. And this opens so many doors that didn't even exist. They weren't just closed. They weren't just locked. They weren't even in existence before. Back when my mind would automatically assume that I am the things that I go through, that I am the stories my mind tells me based on my memories, based on experience, which are often based on the formation of attachments that shape my neurophysiology and my unconscious manner of perceiving. But now there's this distinction so that I am is separate from what I go through, what I experience, what I witness, what I perceive, what I sense, what I feel, what I move through in this physical life. And now that there's this distinction and I can perceive that my identity is a non-physical energy of love, that I am the energy of my heart space, it opens so many doors. It helps me validate the implicit sensations of my life experience rather than focusing on the explicits. It helps me shift the narrative through unfolding life moments. It helps me to perceive the beauty inside of me rather than the chaos that I go through. It helps me to see my inner child. It helps me to tap into my infinite cosmic soul. It helps me to witness the non-physical energies that my subconscious is going through even when I do not consciously know about it. It helps me to honor the sensations in my body that exist beyond the tangible sense of physical form. It helps me to do all of these things that help me perceive myself in a greater light and have more power moving through unfolding experiences. And that has just been everything. 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 Absolutely everything. I am no longer the stories my mind tells. I am no longer the struggles my body goes through. I am no longer the limitations of physicality. I am no longer easily defined. I am no longer a quantifiable perception with limitations. I am no longer the sensations of experience. I am no longer associated with my health. I am no longer associated with the ups and downs of life. You know, the physical ups and downs, the sensational ups and downs, the emotional ups and downs, the mental ups and downs, the relational ups and downs. I am the energy of my heart space. And knowing this can liberate me through the dissociation too, because it is a constant thing. Dissociation is my normalcy. And I accept that. I love myself. I embrace who I am. And even when dissociation is shifting the aspects of life experience so that I am experiencing a very different reality from everyone around me. I get to love who I am. I get to fall in love with life experience. So when I walk into somewhere that I know I've been a thousand times over a 15 plus year period and it feels completely foreign and disorienting and overwhelming and intimidating even, 
I get to take a really big, deep breath and marvel in awe and wonder at this sensational experience, at these experiential sensations. I get to bask in the infinite glorious glow of the wonders of my miraculous mosaic mind. How awe-strikingly miraculous is it that a part of me can know exactly where I am and a separate part of me can have absolutely no idea. (laughs) How miraculous. What a wonder to behold. What a wonder to behold. How completely miraculous that something can feel beautiful in one moment and completely distant the next. One moment of marveling at baby chicks just in awe and wonder at this miraculous life that I'm witnessing. And after hearing a sound in the distant at a certain frequency of sound wave amplitude, after hearing a certain sound wave frequency in the distance, my cognitive capacities of consciousness shift. And I look at the chicks and I can hardly even see them because there is no connection with them. And this used to really frustrate me. It used to really upset me. It used to really terrify me. But now I can take a big deep breath and marvel in awe and wonder at the miracle that I am. How amazing that my body and brain are so dedicated to protecting me that a beautiful moment of connection could be instantly interrupted to tune in to the atmosphere around me and be aware of potential threats, not just of myself, but of potential threats of creatures I love. Particularly, there was a a fear that a baby rabbit was being attacked. And in that moment, my entire neurophysiological applications of consciousness shifted away from connection and beauty and wonder and towards potential threat and danger because of a deep sense of love. How utterly profound is that? How utterly, astoundingly, awe-strikingly, wonder-filledly, miraculously, marvelously, brilliantly amazing is that? It is utterly profound that my neurophysiological applications of consciousness would dare to shift away from beauty and connection and wonder and bravely, boldly, courageously step towards threat, willing to protect, willing to defend, willing to seek out little ones in danger and save them. It is just marvelous to witness the miracles of my multi-conscious mosaic mind. And after that shift, there was no ability to enjoy the chicks, these precious little baby chickens, tiny and fluffy and adorable and sacred and beautiful, 
There is no ability to perceive them visually or emotionally. My eyes were scanning for danger, and the chicks held no danger, so my eyes could not see them. My eyes were scanning for danger to protect not just self, but other small, fluffy creatures trotting the earth. And because the chicks did not hold danger, my eyes could not perceive them. My brain could not connect with the experience of witnessing them. My heart could not connect with the emotional sensation of perceiving these adorable youngsters. How utterly, miraculously profound. Miracles inside of us are infinite, never-ending, ever-expansive. And perspective is our power. And there was a time where I was weeping, utterly weeping, crying out to the skies, vowing to my inner being that I would no longer be afraid of it promising to my parts that they mattered more than my perceptual experience, dedicating my inner sense of conscious cosmic self to being there for my human self and choosing new ways of perceiving so that fear didn't have space in our life anymore. So now, when there would otherwise be an automated sensation of fear... We shift that perspective. I'm not afraid of the disconnection. I'm not afraid of the disorientation. I'm not afraid of the dissociation. I'm not afraid. Because I'm not afraid. My parts don't need to feel afraid. Because no matter how they're shifting their unconscious engagements, I'll be there with them. And we get to move through it together. And we get to choose to marvel at the infinite, profound wonders of our own miraculous existence. And so when my mind would naturally be afraid of what my body is experiencing, I get to choose a new narrative. It's no longer, oh wow, I'm disconnecting, this is scary. It's no longer... Seriously? I was in this beautiful moment and now it's gone just like that? Are you kidding me? It's no longer, oh man, did my ears really have to hear that sound? It totally disrupted my whole morning. That's no longer the narrative. Though it was the automatic narrative for quite some time before. Now it's, wow, how beautiful and miraculous to observe the unconscious shift in my neurophysiological applications of consciousness as my brain-body system always attempt to be there for me in the best way they know how. It's, wow, what an utterly profound experience to transcend myself again and again and have this unique life experience that others don't get to witness or understand. Now it's, wow, I get to perceive and experience reality from an entirely different lens than I was just experiencing it through. Now it's, wow. I'm so grateful for this moment to love myself deeper so that I get to transform my entire neurophysiology from the inside out of my miraculous consciousness. I get to choose a new narrative. I get to write a new story. 
I get to let go of every story that's ever been told in my entire life through my neurophysiology inside of my brain body system into my consciousness. And I get to create a brand new story every single day of my life. Dissociation can be really terrifying or it can be a complete adventure. And it doesn't mean that the terror and the fear isn't still there to some extent, but it does mean that I choose not to focus on it. I choose not to feed it with my own responsive thoughts. I choose not to agree with every sensation that arises. I choose mindful presence. I choose to come back to my breath in every single moment. Knowing that no matter where my mind is drifting to or how my body is perceiving experience, I always have my breath. I always have my own presence. It may be a dissociative presence, but there's still presence if I'm choosing to be there. It's still presence if I'm choosing to be there. Dissociation brings fragmented disconnection between various aspects of unfolding life experience so that my sense of self is distant from itself and or my sense of external aspects of sensational experience are separate from one another. My feet on the ground will be having an entirely different experience from my eyes looking around me. My thoughts will be having a completely different experience than my breath going in and out. And yet, I get to love myself. Not just in spite of it, but through it. No matter what we're experiencing, we are worthy of love and presence. And we can give that gift to ourselves. As we approach a brand new year, a brand new decade, and within that brand new days, every few hours, every 24 hours is a brand new day. Whether it feels like it or not, it's a brand new day. And every single day, every hour, every moment even, we can choose a new story. We can choose to shift the narrative that we're telling ourselves about ourselves, to ourselves, through ourselves, for ourselves. <laughs> And in this coming new year, I choose to tell a story about how I'm worthy of love and presence and prosperity and abundance and how I am not the things that I go through. I am the energy of my heart space. I am a non-physical energetic vibration of love. That is the core of my being. That is my true essence. All else is just an illusionary aspect of experiential sensation that I can observe objectively and then consciously respond to from a place of grounded heart space. And so even when I'm drifting away from my body, even when my mind is drifting into alternate dimensions of orientation in time and space, even when I am dissociated, I still have the non-physical energy of love with me because I choose to focus on it and I choose to plant energetic seeds that feed that reality and thus grow that reality in my own subconscious neuropathways in my physical brain, affecting my non-physical thoughts. 
in this new year, I choose a narrative for myself that feels good. I let go of the trauma-based stories and I choose to step into my power knowing that I am here and now and everything in the past is no longer here and now and all that exists is the infinite potentiality of my future where I am ever worthy, ever expansive. I am unconditionally enough. I am unconditionally enough. And I get to love myself every moment of every day. And I get to deepen my own presence with my own being, even if I can't be in the physical world with other people and other aspects of physicality. I get to love myself enough to express myself authentically. I get to love myself enough to always feel my enoughness, no matter what I'm going through, no matter if I can feel my own skin or not, no matter if I can see through my own vision or not, no matter if I exist as an adult here in this present moment or not. I choose to love myself enough to believe in my infinite worthiness. I choose to love myself enough not to judge my experience. I choose to love myself enough to embrace myself exactly as I am without needing to change anything about who I am. I get to love myself enough to show up every day and consciously invest in magic by choosing to see the everyday beauties around me and within me. I love myself enough to write a story about who I am and where I am and what I'm doing that feels good to live in regardless of what's actually happening in my physical reality. I love myself enough to challenge the automated perceptions and reactions and responses and the stories. I choose to love myself enough to create a narrative that feels good to live in. I choose to love myself enough to befriend the consciousness that carries me. I love myself enough to be my own best friend. I love myself enough to be my own life partner. I love myself enough to embrace every aspect of who I am and what I go through, knowing that they are not the same thing and yet they do have a relationship with one another. I love myself enough to be present through my own energy when my physicality is, is struggling to be present. I love myself enough to embrace my life unconditionally. I love myself enough to seize every moment as an opportunity no matter what I'm feeling or going through physically or mentally or emotionally. I love myself enough to stop perpetuating stories about who I should be or what I should be doing or how I should be feeling. I love myself enough to create space for life exactly as it is. I love myself enough to create space for myself exactly as I am. I love myself enough to completely let go so that I can be all that I am.